And you know what's so funny? In all the previews of the show, they show this like little sexy scene where he like lifts her up and puts her on the car. Yes. And you're like, oh my God, do they actually have chemistry at this date? And then you realize when they plays out that she's like, lift me up. Hey, Bachelor Nation, this is the Bachelor for the Ages podcast, and we're talking all things Bachelor, the romance, the tears, the drama, and everything in between. So if you like it, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. All right, let's get into it. What's up, Bachelor fans? I'm Sarah. And I'm Debbie. And we're here to talk all about The Bachelor. We just finished up the February 15th episode. It was the week before hometowns. It was crazy. Um, but first... Before we uh, get started, Sarah, Sarah, <laughs> I just want to ask you, how are you? I, I've been waiting all week to beat you to the punch because every week you ask me that question first, and I now want to know how you are. Happy Aww, Valentine's that's very Day. very sweet of you. Happy day after Valentine's Day. Happy day after Valentine's Day to you too. And very sweet of you to ask how I am. I'm good. Follow up from last week. Julia did bring me home a pliable to ha- today. So Ooh, that's nice. Julia I didn't even I didn't even ask her for it. So that was really nice. That's quite the way to your heart, right through a pliable. Yep. And then um I have two exams coming up, so I'm feeling a little bit stressed, but obviously spent all my time watching The Bachelor, so clearly not stressed <laughs> enough. That's what um, I like to hear. Proud mama. Yep. <laughs> as long good. as we have our priorities straight. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, what about you, mom? How are you? I'm good. You know, the weather's been a little crazy. And of course, we have family in uh, Texas and they got snow today. So the weather's just crazy. But I'm, I'm great. I'm great. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, speaking of our... Uh, family in Texas. Oh my gosh. So we're going to have a guest. We have to bring on our, one of our favorite fellow bachelor fans in the nation. My beautiful niece, Sophie, your cousin. Yes. Yes. My cousin. That's how she's, that works. She's always been our, we've debriefed with Sophie for years and years. And our remember some of our favorite summer vacations were when there was like a finale of the bachelor during mm-hmm. her summer vacation. We could all sit and watch it together. So Sophie's, Sophie's quite the expert and she's always a good person to bounce ideas off of. And we thought maybe we would take this a little geographical and get some input from people from other parts of the country. So we're going to have yeah, Sophie spice on it up a bit. Yeah, we're going to spice it up with somebody from NOLA. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, with that exciting news, I think we should just get right into it, right? Yes. Okay. So we start off with Heather, which feels like forever ago with this episode. Like, I feel like a lot happened. Yeah. Um, but Heather comes in and who's Heather? Heather? I don't even remember who who was Heather. Heather's, um, like Hannah Brown. Oh, mom. I don't know. I don't, I didn't know. I was excusing (laughs) it. I was like, okay, I'll explain it. I just met. It was just such a weird blip of the whole season. Like she came in, she left. Okay. Yeah. Like I got, I under, I understood why. I don't know why it took her so long. It was, it was just weird. Like, if she really was there for Matt, why did she come so late? But know. she comes and she talks to him. And once again, the girls were so mean to her and she's like crying. Well, and- that, that was the big takeaway for me, Sarah. And I, I wanted to talk t- to you about it. There's, there's something in the energy of this show since the very beginning, more than I remember in any Bachelor season before, where there, I just think there's a bad energy in the, among the, the women 
contestants. Yeah, you know, part of me kind of feels like I think there's just a bad energy in life right now mm. with COVID and I could see how that could carry over. Like people are just more on edge and I'm not excusing their behavior um, because it really was just like so sad to watch Heather who was really just like, I don't want to like crying because of it. Um, but even some it was of the contestants so that I really like did not show up well in that in that scene. Um, they way they- Like who? Well, I mean, Kit said, you know, bitch, what are you doing? I was yeah. shocked. I was really <laughs> shocked at that. I felt like they were all kind of bullies. I thought, you know, look, we're going to talk about Piper tonight, but I, you know, I've had a little bit of a feeling about her and I thought that scene showed her true colors. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, you know, I, I was disappointed because some of these contestants are women that I actually really like and I really am rooting for. And so when I saw, I thought a side of their personality that no, I don't know. It, it did. It did bother me a little bit. I have to be honest. I just don't no, think that's it, it how you show up. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It bothered me too. I agree with you. And um, I did think though that Matt made the right decision in sending Heather home. Um, I thought that was like a good. I was like, okay, Matt. I was impressed with him on that. And then when he came back and was like talking to the girls, like they were just all looking at him, like with like the heart eye emoji, like they were just like so smitten. They were like, oh my gosh. And then when he walked away um, in Chelsea, I think it was like, that was so hot. And they were like, oh my God, yeah. Like that was so funny. I totally knew that's what they were gonna like talk about afterwards, which was so funny. No, I think your analogy with them all having like the heart emoji face is just absolutely perfect. And of course, because this is Bachelor for the Ages and it's like a mom-daughter thing, I have to just say, Sarah, should you ever go on The Bachelor, please be nice to the other girls. Yeah. No, I just I just was like, I felt so bad for Heather in that moment. It was kind of like, yeah, I get it. It's annoying another girl. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's not Heather's fault if Matt decides to keep her around. It's Matt's fault. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. True. I just, yeah. Yeah, It was definitely some mean behavior. Yeah. But, um, all right. So then the rose ceremony happens and Chelsea and Serena go home, which I think were kind of like the, the two that seemed the furthest behind and Jasenia, I think too, but I she agree. managed to stay. And I was looking around at this group and I'm thinking like, this is really anyone's game, you know, besides really Jasenia, I thought I was like, who, I mean, we're chopping this group in half, like what is going to happen? And I really like was like, this is anyone's game. Mm. And then we get into the week, you know, mm-hmm. and I was I was shocked that it was another one on one with Serena. Me too. Me too. And I was thinking that he gave her the one on one because he was unsure. Originally, that's what I thought. Me too. And then they have kind, and then and that's kind of what they alluded to. Like he thought he was in the friend zone. Yeah. He made a comment about that, which was funny considering what we talked about last week. And yeah, and then they have like a romantic date. Like I just like everything we were talking about last week. Like I really. know, I was thinking the exact same thing, Sarah. I'm like, here's the date. Here's the yeah. classic date. Here's that you the steamy expect. one. Yeah, yeah, which and just was a was, total flop. Yeah, she, it was so it was uncomfortable to watch because she was uncomfortable. Um, yeah, that one scene where they like you know look you in the eyes and she made that funny face and then they had that near kiss. I don't know what that was. She pulled back and. We had to rewind and watch that again. 
<laughs> oh my god that's so funny it was weird I think she was like teasing him but then like I think he like actually wanted to kiss her but then she was like no because she didn't want to show like effect like a yeah PDA. it was weird I don't and think then, they're I don't think the chemistry's there I don't the think it's end them. game and no way when you look at the previews for next week I know we're jumping ahead but when her sister's like I don't think you're smitten like I don't think she's smitten. She's not. I can tell and you right there from that date. I when she said, I don't like that. This isn't my thing. I'm sorry. If this is like, if you're into him, this is your thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know no, I, I mean? completely, I completely agree with you. Yeah. There was something, and it was like he really liked that she was honest and like didn't just like sugarcoat and tell him what he wanted to hear. And I was like, I get that. I get that that's like a nice quality that you, you know, there's someone that will be honest with you. That's something you want in a life partner, but it's like, it's yoga, bro. Like get well, on also, that. And it's yeah. also not PDA. You've got the instructor right there. Who's probably been prepped that this is supposed to be like a steamy date. Like I know. You're on the, like like I just, it was weird. I just think, you know, let's get real. Right. So Matt says going in, he's not sure about the friend zone. He wants to test their chemistry. They go into this date, this yoga date where it was the ultimate test of chemistry. It wasn't, it didn't exist. She said, I just don't like tantric yoga. And he's like, I just appreciate your honesty. How about digging in and being like, well, okay, well, let's talk. Let's just make sure we have, you know, I know we have this great, like really, you know, trust and respect for one another, but do we have that steam, you know, that like that flame, like, do we have that? Like, that's what you're supposed to be doing to find out if you're the person. I, I think Instead, he just they really sh- likes her. And I also think it was like a testament to the fact that there's something about like, I like for a guy that even when he's the bachelor, it's like, she plays a little bit more like, cool. like she doesn't fall to like, yeah like you know she doesn't fall yeah. to him she doesn't cater to his needs she's hurt unapologetically herself and she's like I didn't really like the date like that wasn't fun for me so next time like she was like so we're not doing that again and he was like okay thanks for being honest and it's like you know what like there's something to a girl that's just kind of like I'm not gonna I think I think that worked for her in a sense yeah no I completely understand what you're saying and I get it I get it but she's not into him yeah, no, period, I, I like agree to me, with that. period, end of story. Like, please do not take her past hometowns. Like, she's I not think she's going you. past hometowns. I don't think she's going past hometowns. I think she ends at hometowns. But can I just say something? I, I, I'm sorry, and I know we can't really stall on this because we have so much other stuff to talk about. But the reality is, is why can't she say? Why can't she own she's not into him? No, I don't think she knows she's not into him. Mm-mm. I think, I don't know. I think she does like him. Then she wouldn't say she's falling in love with him. Okay, mom. Oh, all right. Is this our first mm-hmm. big disagreement on this show? No, no. I think I think we agree. I think we both think she's not going to the end, and I think we both think that she ends at the final four. But yeah, I, I understand. Know. I know. I hear you. I just have a that react that just I don't know. I we're on the same page. You're right. All right. <laughs> okay. So Uh-oh. also while this is happening, I I just feel bad for Abigail, and I. I really didn't understand why she did not get a one-on-one. Me either, especially since she got the first impression rose. I I feel like he just really didn't give her a chance. That's how I felt. I agree with you. I was like, he never gave her a chance. I actually felt really badly for her. Like to me, she got really just. I think she could be the bachelorette. Mm, We talked about that. I thought, I think maybe. um, Putting it out there. I don't know. I just felt like she really got gypped. 
I don't I know. know. Even though I think we have great bachelorette contestants, or um, like I think any one of these girls that are in his final four would be great bachelorettes. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Maybe not all of them. Maybe not all of them. Maybe not all of them. But um, you some have to of them, like I tantric think, yoga. Be. I think to make sure that you're a good bachelorette. Yeah, and not have like scandals running around you. That that one. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So we've got a lot there. But yeah. anyway. Um, so I think besides besides that, I think there yes. could be. I think Brie and Michelle would both be wonderful bachelorettes. Yeah. And, and the Abigail. little. Yeah, and Abigail too. But I was just speaking about the final four. Okay. Um. So they have the group date, and was there a day part of the group date, or did they just go no, straight into the night? They just went okay. into the night. I was yep. like, did I miss something? Because they had the night and then the after night mm. for the person who got the rose. So it was like a right. two part, like that way. Right. Okay. So I just feel like the group date was rough. Like. I feel like there were a lot of good connections and when Abigail, first of all, when, when Brie talked to him, I felt like Brie was really like, I gave up my job for you. So, so give me the rose, rose, which was weird. I didn't love I that know. either. That's so funny I thought that it, it struck weird. you funny. Me too. Because you know she what? started That's crying what... about, I, I thought like we were about to find something like really like, oh my gosh, like crazy, like out, like, and it's like, I, I get, I get she quit her job, but like, also you're, we're at this stage of like society right now where a lot of people that go on the bachelor quit their jobs because like they have a very like lucrative opportunity in like social media sponsorships and stuff like that, which I know is like the wrong reasons, but Brie, if you quit your job because you really thought you would get to the end with Matt, you thought you'd fall in love with Matt, like you're going to have you're gonna have other opportunities I don't know I thought I thought it was just strange yeah I just didn't like that she used that as a way to kind of get points yeah I agree I don't know there was something about that I agree Sarah kind of it struck me funny weird yeah I just and all in all with watching all of their conversations with him I, I once again felt have you know I questioned again do I think these relationships have really evolved? Like what is missing for me in this season where there are just too many women. So nothing ever got deep enough. Like, I just don't feel Mm. like, I don't know if these relationships are at a point where I'm normally used to feeling about them. By the time we usually get to hometowns, we have much deeper feelings about these couples. And I don't, I just am not there. I feel like they're just getting to know each other. I can't even believe we're at hometowns. Like I'm, I'm really, I don't know if anybody else is struggling with that. It just feels weird yeah. to me this it's time. It's almost weird because I feel like I've seen more evolution in some of his relationships that were sent home, which we can mm. get into. But I just felt like there was honestly like a lot of time spent on Piper and Piper's relationship for Piper to not be in the final four. Right. No, that's like, I just feel like we know a lot. Like, I feel like I know a lot about Piper and it's like, I want to know more about Michelle. I want to know more about Brie. I want to see their comments. So I agree. No, I agree. And Um, how about Kit? Kit was like laying out her life plan. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Okay. But first Abigail goes to talk to him and he sends Mm. her home and I just felt so bad. And when he said to her, like, I put you like I was confident so I just was comfortable and then my relationships with other people evolved and I mean you could tell by the music that was playing that this was going real south like real quick for uh, <laughs> for Abigail um but I just I felt really bad for her and I also felt like um I hated when he was walking around he was like I just wish we had more time 
Because I was like, well, Matt, you're mm. you're in control of the time you give her. So maybe you should have given her a one-on-one instead of Serena. Like, that's time that you didn't give her. So don't say you wish you had more time when you're the one in control of it. Yeah. And you know what? what yeah, I totally agree. I actually had the same thought go through my head when I heard that. And the thing about it with Abigail is, do you remember that very first night? I just felt like the way he looked at her and the way they looked at each other, they had this like amazing connection, like something was there. And I just, it was like, what happened? I, I, I'm like, I still scratching my head around it. Like they never, I mean, she had that cute thing where she was like, you know, remember she was like, I'll play with my ear, my ear. anytime yeah. you look at me, like whatever happened to that? I don't know. So yeah, I just, I felt bad for her. I agree. Yeah, me too. Um, but I totally like agree with you on the kit thing. Like when, first of all, because I love that kit, like acknowledges, acknowledged her age, like, and was like, I'm young, like, and I don't want to have kids. Like, I don't want to be like slowed down. Like I want to finish school. I want to do this. I want to do that. I was like, yes, kit, like you baddie. Mm. And, um, and it's like, I thought it was interesting that she was like expecting him to be like, okay, well, like bye then. And then when he didn't, she was like so happy. Mm-hmm. But and then it, it I want to talk about that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Too, We're gonna get I, to that second part of the like, like yeah. kit part B is another conversation that I yeah. think we I really want to kit take part A. Into. I was like hyped. I was okay. like, yes, kit. Yep. Like and she was psyched too. Yeah, he yeah, responded it well. Cute. It was good. I was like, yeah, yeah kit good. Um so. but then um Rachel and him have some time and Rachel ends up getting the group date rose um and she also says that she's like head over heels in love with him during that little part and Mm -hmm. I think with everything going on and if you haven't seen the news I urge you to do your research and you know educate yourself on what's happening and catch up with the bachelor news and if you're I'm curious about it. I know Rachel Lindsay has her podcast higher learning where she um, talked about it quite a bit so you can listen to that um but it's really uncomfortable to watch them and I Mm. think it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out yeah I am looking forward to seeing how all of this plays out and I you know because yeah it was very hard to watch this episode you know knowing what we know post season right so that's come out yeah yeah and it's because we're still it's it's even yeah and it's just gonna get I think weirder I think so and yeah I think so too so That'll be quite a ride for Bachelor Nation. Yeah, it'll be interesting to to hear and watch as that goes along. Yeah. So that's the group date. And then Kit goes to Matt's house. Mm. What are your what, thoughts? What was that? My thought was, what was that? I literally wrote down I think, my notes. What was that? I think that she, this is what I think. I think mm-hmm. that she was protecting herself. I think that she kind of maybe felt wow I I, after after having that moment with him where I thought he and I were the closest we could ever be and I didn't get the rose I think it kind of hit her straight on like maybe there are relationships that are actually more advanced or like I don't want to be hurt here I got to get out of here I'm young I got lots of opportunities ahead of me she was she used the fact that she wasn't sure she was 100% into him and so that's why she wanted to go to protect him. But that was not how she was behaving the night before. So I'm really confused by that. I was confused too. I think you're right. I think I, something I 
found that just in like my life I feel like like when I was like applying to like internships like that it's like I wouldn't apply because I was scared of being rejected Mm. and now sometimes I say to myself like don't let the fear of rejection like keep you from trying or like getting in the game you know I know this is my world I raise money for a living I mean this is I'm always fearing rejection that's how it is (laughs) and I think it's interesting in relationships because I think we live, like, I think my generation, which is in, um, is so scared of rejection. And that's why you, there's so little dating because people don't ask people out because they're scared of rejection. And I'm trying to move. I feel like in my head, I kind of think, well, like, wouldn't you rather know that person's not into you and like, give it the best you've got than just kind of like walk away and be like, yeah, well, at least I didn't get super hurt, but like, I'll never know what if. Yeah. I'm having a moment right now as a parent, because, you know, this is, this is kind of, I think you just said something about your generation and that fear of rejection. And I think every, I think fear of rejection is like a very normal thing for no matter what generation you're in. I mean, obviously my generation, Sarah, I mean, everybody has, doesn't want, you know, you want to be liked and, and chosen and you don't want to feel rejected. But the difference is, I think, and I know this just because I, you know, as a parent of your generation, there was a lot of this, like, everybody plays, everybody wins a lot of like, there was a lot of, like, I remember when you were in school, there was a conversation around, should you still give grades? Maybe every, we shouldn't give grades anymore. Like, there's been a lot of, of that, like, you know, have, you know, the, I don't know. No, I know exactly what you're saying. Like everyone gets a participation trophy and it's like, no, some people win and some people lose and you've got to be okay with losing because you learn from it. Some people get A's, some people get B's, some people get C's like, that's okay. Like, but there's some, there's a lot of people who were like, no, that's not okay. And so we're going to change that. Now I feel like you have this generation of people who maybe have not been um, prepared to understand how to deal with rejection because they were so protected in those formative yeah. years. Like I agree with maybe that. it was okay for you to get a C in seventh well, grade Well, I think English. you've seen it for me. Like I, I was always like so anxious about like all of my grades, like in middle, like, and now I laugh. Like I, I seen the other day about like my word masters. Like I think I got a B plus one like semester in English, like in seventh grade. And I like thought it was like, life altering and like it just doesn't matter and I feel like there's there was so much like pressure put on that because I like put my worth on it when it's like it just didn't matter yeah and I just wonder if you know here I wonder if we've done a disservice by protecting children who are probably oh my gosh I'm having a moment of an aha but children are probably the most resilient right but yet we protect them so much from getting rejected at a younger age because we don't want, you know, we have other, you know, we're concerned about their well-being and their and all these other things that we don't really give them. And I and I think you have to kind of let them fail at a young age to give them the experience of failing in a very what in a way is a protected environment because you're being nurtured and cared for because you're a kid which gives you, I think, those traits that make you stronger. Yeah. I don't know. We could go totally. No, I totally that. agree with that. And I think I remember, I don't know if I was listening to a podcast or reading a biography, but um, it was a woman or maybe I was watching a documentary and she said, I would get home from school every day and my dad would ask me what, what I failed at that day. Mm. And I'd give him an answer and he would congratulate me and high five me. 
it's a good job you know failure is where you learn and it's like I just wish like like not everyone needs a participation trophy because if you don't win it's not that bad that you lost you know what I mean like it right it's not that bad and you learn how to cope with that and how to be resilient and how to move on from that and I think so this fear of rejection so going back to Kit I think she protected herself for a fear of rejection she thought it'd be easier that way and I don't know I I have also I think she might have felt like you know I'm dating this guy. I'm 21. He's 26, whatever, however old he is, 28. Mm-hmm. And I see his relationship with these other girls. I, I hear how they talk about them, talk about him. I'm not at that place. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I could, I could see how, I could see how both factors were playing in. She's like, I can protect myself here. And also like, I'm listening to the way these other girls talk about him and I'm just not there yet. Right. And then I would add a third level of what went on there. And I think from when I remember her coming out of the limo and what she, and it should come out of the limo. She came out of her Bentley, right. When she drove in or right. I'm trying mm-hmm. to remember how she, sh- so I don't think Kit wants to likes to lose. I don't think yeah. Kit ever wants to, but it's not even the rejection. It's like, I, I'm the winner. I'm going to show up as the winner. If I have any vibe that I'm sense that I might not be the winner, I'm going to get myself, I'm going to extract myself from that situation before it happens. So I think that's an interesting point. Yeah. See, I thought that was weird. And then we had just Senya's one-on-one, which was just doomed from the start. Like, <laughs> I don't, oh, I just like, I literally just burped on the mic. I'm sorry, but um, nobody heard that until you just pointed it out. Now we all know. Well, it happens. It yeah. happens to be the pliable, I guess, that Julia got you. <laughs> Literally. Um, but yeah, it's just, I think Jasenia served a purpose and it was to get MJ off the show. And once that was done, she just like. But then you get Jasenia, never... not Abigail, that one on one date. It's I know, so I don't weird. get it. I don't understand. I don't understand. And you know what's so funny? In all the previews of the show, they show this like little sexy scene where he like lifts her up and puts her on the car. Yes. And you're like, oh my God, do they actually have chemistry at this date? And then you realize when they plays out that she's like, lift me up. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, mom, I thought the same thing. I was like, wow, like, is just saying you're really going to make a play here? Like, what is happening? I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then she gets. <laughs> then it's like the scene's coming up and she's like I've always wanted to do this and it's like ew it reminded me of that scene with um when Ben Flashnick was the bachelor and it was like the most cringy scene of all time I think it was this girl Jamie she was like uh, I'm gonna shot it was such a weird yeah. scene and it, it gave me like flashbacks to that and <laughs> I was just cringing and I I literally said like why I have in my notes why wouldn't you have given Abigail that one-on-one like I don't know. It was really strange and yeah, really strange. I, I don't, I don't it, but I, I completely agree. It, like they made it seem like such a moment of passion between them in the previews. And it's like she's like, let me <laughs> I know. She's like, I've always wanted you to look me up. I was like, burr, burr, burr. I'm like, the end of that. <laughs> I'm like, wow, romance. I know. But um, and then she's and then they have their night portion and she's saying that she was like falling in love and and then the he classic the rose. thing, he grabs yeah. the rose. She, did you see her face? Smiles. Oh my smiles. gosh, she smiles like, there's my rose. There's yeah. my rose. And I was like, oh no, girlfriend. I just, the lack of happening. self-awareness, like. I know. Was mind boggling to me. So true, so true. Yeah, no, yeah. I was really, I was really surprised about that. I mean, I, I, I just was surprised that she didn't know. I mean, she was going home. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think but he had to know you were go- you had to know you're going home from the minute you said to him, can you, can you lift me up on the car? <laughs> <laughs> I've always totally. wanted to try this. You've always it's... wanted to try it. I mean, just. Yeah, you just not... thought about a car that you would like yeah. speed rate. It was so weird. Some I don't stuff, know. Yeah, that's kind of like what, how it happened organically, I think. Anyway. Yes, needs to happen organically. I agree. And then we have the rose ceremony. Mm. And I'm sitting there. And I don't know if you guys remember, but last week we did our final four predictions. Yes. And my, my final four was Rachel, Michelle, Brie, Abigail, with possibly Serena kicking one yes. of them out. Yes. Yeah, you're 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 amazing, Sarah. I, I would just like to okay. say <laughs> pretty pretty impressive, if you ask me. Pretty it impressive. was Jimmy Kimmel move as, Jimmy Kimmel's wife move aside. Sarah, you. <laughs> no, you're, you've always, you've predicted from the, from a long time and I'm impressed by that. A- absolutely. I mean, I, I want to give myself props since we're in the, we're in the business of giving ourselves props, self-propping, <laughs> mm. but I have said from the very beginning, there's something about Piper. Yeah. And let's talk about that because she, they had the rose ceremony and she's the one to go home. Yes. And did you see, she didn't say a word to him. It was, it was terror it, it, it was just such a bad way to go out and it's like that's her you, yeah that's her when she you, has a tough side I, I think she's so beautiful and I want but there was something about her I was like there's something you know what she's hard like I don't know she's I think he needs a very soft nurturing I mean strong woman but like someone who's like cutesy and like nurturing with him and she's just a tough and I saw I that think real she can side have, of her I think yeah I think she can have that soft side but it's like I think the thing is, is when you sign up for The Bachelor and you sign up to be a contestant, it's like you have to show compassion to the lead. I think even though Mm. it hurts, you know, it's like Mm. it's like you're signing up for a show about like them finding love and like you're not the main character as much as like I hate to say that because like everyone should like have their own love story and like their own journey. It's like when you're the sixth person to leave the fifth person out, like I'm sorry, like, this is your, like, audition now. Like, you've got to, like, shape up and you have to be a class act. And Piper did not do that. Like, I was honestly, I was kind of, like, doing homework on the side. And I was, I was shocked. I was like, did I just miss their goodbye? Like, I didn't understand what happened. Like, I was like, oh, my God, what a bad look. Yeah, I I wasn't surprised. I I just have to say, I was not surprised. Like, I called it. I did. Thank you. You called the four finalists. Thanks. We make a good team. We do. We do make a good team. <laughs> so, well, so then I we know. have hometowns. Yep. Are we, are I know. excited? I can't hometowns believe we're already in hometowns. Week. But I just want to say, like, the other thing, too, it's like, it's so weird. The home, Like, everything is feels so... I know I they're usually traveling around. Yeah. I, know. I feel like, you know, like I've been saying all the time, like, you know, you, you know, college age kids, right. You guys are getting gypped because you don't get to go out. And this is the time that years where you're supposed to be able to do that. And then I like mm-hmm. say, you know, high school kids are getting gypped because they're their senior proms and all that stuff. But it's like bachelor contestants, you're getting gypped because you're not really <laughs> getting that. Yeah, you're not traveling around, not traveling I know. around, seeing new places. I think that makes the dates and the story and the show more interesting, new settings. I think that is all part of the enhancement of the show. And, you know, I feel like it's missing a little bit here, but yeah, um, I agree. And I maybe think that's maybe that's a reason why. Yeah. I think we're about to say the same thing. I think maybe that's why we don't really feel like we've 
seen the love stories as much as because it's just not as whimsical as it usually is yeah it's like a little boring and then he's like you know I still think a little I thought of another contestant that we that we really liked that was never the bachelor was a runner-up Peter Krause oh we liked him a lot I was Mm -hmm. remember we wanted him to be the bachelor so bad and then we we nominated our our little our our friend yeah our uh to go on his well we thought he would be the bachelor so we made this whole like application yeah and um but you know what he was never the bachelor I've got to tell her about our podcast yeah Bethany shout out yeah totally gonna do that gonna ping her yeah um Yep. So but yeah, I'm, excited. No. I'm excited to see how the whole season unfolds. And I'm very interested to see how this all unfolds. There's a lot ahead of us, I think, in yeah. this journey. Um, and there's a lot to listen to hear. There's a lot of people to hear from. This is going to be interesting. Very interesting. Crazy, crazy times. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm well, still, I still love the Do times. you have, do you have a pick? Do you have a, I think Serena's out this next episode. That's my I think Serena's out, which leaves Brie, Rachel, Michelle, and, and Rachel. I I think Rachel's gonna I win. Think, I think Rachel's gonna win because I I think ABC has gone to lengths to protect her. Yeah. Um, and I think Matt's speaking out about it all. Yeah. Um the way he spoke out was very much in a like this could be like <laughs> he's speaking out in defense of his fiance. So I, I do think Rachel wins and they seem right now, like honestly, Closest. that group date ro- rose, that group date rose is always one of the biggest group date roses. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the biggest one, you know, and it, especially since besides Serena, like everyone else that went forward was on that group date. And he basically said to like, if I was Michelle and Brie, I'd be nervous because when I was in a group date with Rachel, Rachel got the rose. I didn't you know yeah 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 no I think look right now I mean I I do I think Rachel and he have the chemistry and have the you know they seem very smitten with one another so yeah I agree I agree well looking forward next week same time same place I'll be here yeah all right I hope you have a pliable next week too because you're just a little (laughs) bit cheerier <laughs> Me too. All right. Well, that's our episode this week. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram um, at the Bachelor of the Ages podcast. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye.